What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And today we're going to talk about when you start a job in your first month, what do you do? And also buying a house, specifically in college. Yeah. But, or just in general. Or just in general and um, kind of like big life changes like that. Yeah, look at us. Okay, so roll that intro. Let's get into it. We got two gals from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition And go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go Now it's time for my people So I guess today, kind of the theme of this episode is change, right? If you think about it, like the big life changes. And so I guess the first story, we just wanted to tell a funny story about our This is our story from college. So this is the picture you'll see on Instagram. We're going to find one that's loosely related to this to post. Yeah. Because, I mean, plot twist, gas is really expensive. We all work pretty far away, so we ain't paying for a photo shoot this time. So sorry to our photographer. but (laughs) I know, we love her. We'll support her till our dying day. Yes, but, but I mean, look, it's not happening. Gas prices. I recently bought a house. Yeah. So we in trouble. We in trouble. <laughs> so we're using pictures from college. That's right. So um, to preface this story, my freshman year, the summer after my freshman year, or our freshman year, my now husband and I got engaged, right? So Woo-hoo. we were planning on the whole idea was we were going to have a long engagement, and we were going to be engaged until I graduated college, and then we would get married, was the initial idea. Well, I remember vaguely... It's so funny that or, that was the initial idea, because it so quickly turned <laughs> into, turned not, into that. not that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that was big with my dad, too. He's very traditional, and he wanted all of his daughters to finish school or to like have our own aspirations outside of marriage, um, which is really cool. And so... He, Dad told me, like, or when Trent asked for his blessing, he was like, but she's finishing school. Like, you don't have, <laughs> but you don't have a choice. Um, and so... Uh, aren't dads great? Aren't dads great? They are. Especially mine. He's the best. Um, and... I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the podcast ends. All right? R.I.P. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, he was like, you're finishing school. Uh, and so when Trent proposed, that was the idea. Well... I remember very vividly, we were on the phone one night, I was in the guest room at my parents' house, and we were talking, because we were long distance at this point, he was over in California, I believe, at this time, yeah, he would have been in California, and we are on the phone, and I was just like, why are we waiting till after I graduate? I was like, because I'm going to graduate, like, I want to, that's not dependent on whether we get married or not, so like, why don't we just go ahead and get married? Like, that just makes the most sense, and so, um, and... Something important to note is that you did want to be married before moving in with someone. Yes. Which is opposite of me. Yeah. And you were like, no, I definitely, we need to be Mm -hmm. married. Yeah. And the opportunity came up for you guys to move Mm -hmm. in together the summer before our senior year. Yes. And so that was really... So a lot started happening and changing (laughs) real fast. Like, the plan just went out the window. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just, isn't that how life is? Yes. Um... So we, anyway, had that phone conversation, and I was like, yeah, I think I want to, 
like, let's just do it. Let's get married. And so we, and he was down for it. He was re- He would have married me that same day that he proposed if he could have, you know. And that's the point. And that's the, and, and I would have too. I just knew there were, I wanted to grow a little bit more mm-hmm. before. I knew that he was, I was going to marry him, but I also wanted to be solid in myself before I made an identity with another person because I was still creating who I was and I wanted to do that before we merged because like I like Amber said once I when I was going to be with somebody like live with somebody it was going to be after marriage so and only you decide when you're ready yeah I mean you could even say the relationship is ready we're for sure going to be together forever but don't do it unless you're ready because then you might have other issues yes and (laughs) while you grow together while you're married no matter what age you get married at Mm -hmm. It is important to just solidify who you are and feel confident in that. And so I'm glad we waited when we did, um, even though it was sooner than we planned on it. But anyway, so all of this to say, I was still in college while we were planning a wedding. Yeah. And Amber was my maid of honor, of course. Um, and I could post that picture of when I got the hair yeah. tie with the note in it. I was <laughs> really proud of my little bridesmaid packages. So <laughs> and so we were wedding planning and... Um, uh, the wedding party or the party favor or whatever wedding gift that we had for the wedding, uh, were decks of cards because Trent and I love card games or games of any kind. So that took a lot of trying to figure out what we wanted to do. So I think we all just sat there and looked up like, yeah, cool party favors, different party favors, things mm-hmm. that would work really well. And I think we just went on oriental trading and just searched yep. wedding favors. Yeah. it was like, we both went. A deck of cards. That is perfect. But then yeah. comes the fact of how do you personalize a deck of cards in an yes. affordable way because college. Because college. And I'll never forget this. Um, and, you know, my parents did help out with the wedding. Or they, they paid for the wedding. But, you know, I think this was one of my contributions to the wedding was yeah. the decks of cards. And, of course, college student. I had, at that point, what, three, four jobs? So, yeah, But still wasn't <laughs> wasn't making a lot. Um, and so I found that website. I don't think it was Oriental Trading, but it was a website like that where you could customize these stickers yes. that go on the decks of cards on and the box. I think it was an issue. It wasn't an issue, but it was a conversation because I was like, do they come on the cards? I know. I remember that that was the expectation <laughs> yeah. versus reality, which reality was it showed up and they were like not on the decks of cards. Uh-uh. And another thing you need to note about me is I am not the most artistic or the most graceful. Like if you tell Laura to randomly place <laughs> a few stickers on, I don't know, an index card. Or do you remember the card we made for Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. They will be, and I'm thinking, it's a random placement of flowers. Like, how could you possibly mess this up? And, and of course, Laura hands me the card, and I'm like, I mean, it's it's cute, Laura. Like, good job. It looked like a three-year-old. I think I have a picture of that. Oh I need God. to see if I do. But. It was not random. It's like she tries to be perfect, but also random at the oh. same time, and it doesn't work together. So bad. So, anyway... We were, you know, being crazy. We had a, a bottle of wine yeah. um, in college, mm-hmm. and we were in Laura's dorm room, and she's like, okay, let's crank out these cards, yep. right? So we're trying to put them on, and after a little bit, Laura looks over at me, and she goes, how are you doing this so well? <laughs> and she goes, look at mine, and I'm looking <laughs> at her cards, and they're like crooked, they've got <laughs> bubbles in them, they've got, and I go, 
I mean, I just put them on. She like, said, I just put them on straight. And I was like, wow. What a concept. I just put them on straight. And she goes, but the bubbles too. And I was like, well, you kind of just like line them up and then you push the top and like go down. And she went, oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I'm just not crafty. It was just so funny because like oh. to me it was so obvious and I didn't think we needed a tutorial, but we did. We oh, did. just like it was so when we were doing bubbles, my other uh, bridesmaid, oh, yeah. when we were tying ribbons on these bubbles for, it was the night before the wedding. And, you know, like, when people walk out of the door, you either throw rice, which apparently is bad for birds. Yeah, or explode. Uh, Yeah, or you blow <laughs> bubbles or yes. sparklers. So we did bubbles because when we tried sparklers, my future husband-to-be burned his thumb really bad. Yeah. It was the whole thing. We definitely wanted sparklers, but, you know, bubbles, the bubbles made for beautiful pictures, too, Much better way. pictures because we weren't leaving at night. Yeah. Which would have made more sense with the sparklers, I think. But anyway, so the bubbles, we're tying ribbons on them. And my other bridesmaid, Jenna, who I love and we've heard from on the podcast, yeah. um, was just like, how do I tie the ribbon? And Amber was like, you just... You and again, just with her, her great wisdom and tutorials, just said, you just tie it. I just or tie a bow. I, I said, yeah. I was like, you just make it a bow. Like, how you tie your shoes. Yeah. And and eventually we got there. And I, I went over and I kind of showed her how. Like, yeah. But I get her thinking where it's like, you know what the end product should be, but sometimes the middle part, you're like, but like, is there a trick? Like, yeah. is there something I'm missing? You know? And that's how my brain is. that I'm like that too. Where yeah. Where at work, somebody is like, I need this. And I go, that's great, but how? Right. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to get there. Um, and you just have to have those conversations. But you know what? Yeah. And I don't ever mean to answer it. Because people always laugh. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm genuinely thinking I'm answering the question. Yeah. And then it takes me a second to realize I did not answer the question no. at all. Like, quite literally not at all. So then I went into, like, because I'm not thinking about it. Right. So then I remember going into, okay, watch me put this sticker on. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll watch, too, to make sure that we know how to correct, like, do this correctly. Yeah. So I'm doing it, and then as soon as you saw me do it, you were like, oh, I got oh, it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. They didn't get much better after that, but they did get better, and it was just so funny because you could see my progression from, like, when I first started, it was okay. You know, yeah. they weren't great, but the more mm-hmm. I drank, at that point, I was kind of lightweight, so the more I drank, it was... Well, I am still now, but it got crookeder and crookeder and crookeder. Yeah, or like, what, two glasses of wine? Yeah. I mean, it was, like, nothing. No, it wasn't. It was just so funny. So, um, wedding planning. So that was prepping for the wedding. Weddings are tough, guys. Like, buying a house. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to get to buying a house later, but buying a house, wedding planning, starting a new job, all these things are really stressful, and they have emotions that are kind of unexplainable honestly yeah. it's just so different mm-hmm. because you're excited but you're also feeling the weight yes. of what it's gonna be yeah and also the sadness for the life that was before yeah before that moment because I remember being sad when I got married because it meant you know I wasn't gonna um, live on campus forever it meant I wouldn't live with my parents again Hopefully, I mean, like, things can always change. I could wind up back there. But it, it meant all these different yeah. things. Um, it meant I might move because at the time my husband was in the military. So, like, it could mean that. Um, so it was just all these different things. And then when you buy a house, you're not living on the in the dorms anymore. You're yeah. not down the hall from your best friend. Like, all those different things. It's just crazy when you look back. 
But then okay. we didn't have to worry about noise complaints once you got once you got That's your house. right, because <laughs> nobody in my neighborhood cared. It was fantastic. No, and a detached, it was a detached townhome. So yes. it wasn't even like you had somebody right there. Yep. It, it was, was a fantastic house. I really miss that house, actually. I Like, I've idea, um, idolized it a lot, <laughs> and I think back on it very fondly. I love my new house, the house we're currently in, but you never know. I think times change. It's a transitioning period, for sure. Absolutely. But so. yeah. So, okay. We'll get into our regular topics. So we're going to break for dinner. Yep. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about other big changes. Dinner break. We're back! We are! Full. We had <laughs> Yummy Panda Express not sponsored yet. Not sponsored yet. <laughs> but we will get that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're, like, loopy. I think we've both had, like, longer days, so we're, like, <laughs> just laughing at everything. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. Well, here's the best part about having a podcast. We can do whatever we want. That's right. We can laugh at whatever we want to laugh at. That's right. Okay? And today, it's at Panda Express yes. not sponsoring us yet. Panda Express. <laughs> not yet, but we will get that. We'll get there. Yep. So, we are going to talk about... While your iPad disappeared from the corner that I was referring to it at. <laughs> so I don't know where it is. But, oh, buying a house in college, that was it. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, pretty, just a brief, not a long conversation. It's kind of going into the topic of, like, big changes, right? So, the only way, when my husband got out of the military, the only, we couldn't find apartments for a good price. We yeah. were broke. We were struggling. And we needed something cheap. Well, with him being a veteran, because he was a former military member, he um, got the VA loan, the Veterans Affair loan. I think that's what the A stands for, is affairs. I have no idea. I think, I'm pretty sure. Because that's, the VA is Veterans Affairs, and then I oh, think yeah. when it's the VA loan. So, anyway. Because I, I was dating a guy who had told me about the VA loan. Yeah. For us to potentially use. Mm-hmm. And then Laura was looking for a place, and I said, but you could own a house. Mm-hmm. And she went, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said, with what money? I said, with the same money that you'd put towards rent, because with a VA loan, yep. you don't have to have a down payment. Yep. And then I just saw all the light bulbs going off oh, in her mind. Yeah. So now, at the age of 25, I have now owned two houses in my life. Hey which is pretty cool to say, but it's because we had the VA loan, and my husband will be inserting a clip talking about, um, don't just go into the military just for the VA loan, yes, insert and all of that. military disclaimer here. Yep, mm-hmm. So, disclaimer from a veteran. If you're joining the military for purely benefits and perks of being military-slash-veteran status, you really should sit down and look at all of the benefits and compare them to what your body is going to go through. The common saying is for every one year you're in the military, you don't age a year. You actually age five years, at least for your body. Your knees, your back, your hearing, everything can go out. And if you assess that the benefits are worth that kind of strain on your body, then you do you. But make sure you're uh, having those assessments. Make sure you're assessing all of that. 
so yeah, when we bought the house, it was a really stressful process, but also not really. It was stressful because of the amount of money that you're putting towards it. But as far as like buying a house, it was the easiest process. Um, Went and looked at some houses. Looked at some houses, found the one, put in an offer the same day, got accepted the next day, and closed a month later. It was pretty that awesome. Was fast. And that was fast yeah. for that time, too. Yeah. Things are different now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But that was pretty fast. It was awesome. And that house was a two-story townhome, like you were saying earlier. Yes. It was detached because the two houses attached to it got burned down. <laughs> Bless <laughs> the land of the fire. Good Lord. So, anyway, it was a good little house. And it was great because you had extra parking. It was so sad, too, though, because I didn't live in the dorm anymore. Yes. And I couldn't just walk down the hall and walk into the next building to see my best friend, you know? Like, it was like we had to plan to see each other all of a sudden. No, I mean, or I would just show up. Or that too. <laughs> but, like, it was more like we had to be in contact about it, whereas before it would be like, knock, 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 knock. Yeah, which I'm sure you appreciated the distance. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just, no. just be showing up. Are you ready to go eat lunch? Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I love your own own voice of yourself. <laughs> it's like a gremlin. Are you ready to eat lunch? I just remember Laura one time was like, oh, because I, I can sometimes, I guess, once I get to know a person, do a really good impression of them. Yeah, but she can't think about it. It just right. has to be natural. It's like in the moment. So Laura asked, oh, do your impression of me. We're like in a group of people. And I was like, okay, I'm like knocking on your door to go to breakfast. Yeah. You answer. Oh, sorry. Just give me one second. I'm, I'm just putting my shoes on. <laughs> It was also walking, going to lunch, and can we just stop by my room real fast? Yes, going anywhere else. It was like from point A to point B. Well, can we just stop by the room? I just need to drop this folder off quick. Yeah, because I hate carrying stuff. If I don't have to, I ain't gonna. So I'm like, yeah, we can just stop by my... Plus, it didn't hurt that my room at the time, too, was like on the way to the dining room, Mm -hmm. so we would have to pass through it anyway. So I was like, hey, if we're passing by, might as well drop my crap off. It would just take the way through there, through the other building, because our buildings were connected at that point. Yep. So then we had access to all the buildings. Yeah. And then we got really fancy access, because uh, it used to be if you were the RA on duty, you had all the keys. Yep. Then it became, if you're an RA... Our little badges got us into every single yeah, dorm. Not the room, right. but the dorm. Yep, that, that was, was so nice. It was really a nice perk Yes, that it gave us. Because um, then we didn't have to wait on people to come let us in the building. But you couldn't be crazy. You couldn't no. be like... And that's the thing. If you guys get special privileges, don't take advantage no, of them. you ruin it for everybody. You really do. And there's this whole new thing going around on... I don't know about... Really on TikTok. Mm. We're like, why are you giving away all the secrets? You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah. Like the whole Disney used to give out a free t-shirt if you wore an inappropriate shirt because they have a dress code. And everybody Uh, started taking advantage of it. And now you have to buy the t-shirt. So if somebody makes an honest mistake and wears something wrong, they have to pay for a t-shirt. That's dumb. I know. So it's like all these people delivering, here's a hack. Yeah. And then it's not really special anymore. anymore. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's good when it's word of mouth, like, amongst your friends. Yes, very specific people. Yeah, but, like, once, in the age of social media, anything like that is so easily able to blow up that, like, the viral... The one with the the Mm -hmm. cops all duetted, this guy, talking about where he was, like, hiding his drugs. No. Oh, my gosh, it was so funny. He's like... The cops don't want you, they won't check here. And it's like all the cops duetted it with notepads, like taking <laughs> notes. 
Like, oh, we won't check there? Oh, got it. Got, got it. it. Uh-huh. Taking notes. <laughs> and everybody in the comments says, this is what's wrong with your generation. <laughs> you guys put everything on blast. You just gotta be quiet. Gosh, if you're gonna be a criminal, be a smart uh, criminal. Golly. And he goes, you guys blew up the last one. Don't blow this one up so that all the cops see. <laughs> Boom. Done. Boom. Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> I just love the vision of a cop being like, mm-hmm. "Yes, don't look there." It was like there. three of them. <laughs> three of them. I'm like, you guys just okay. Well, some things could just need to be sacred, okay? Yeah, honestly, that is so funny to me. Like, if you realize something cool, mm-hmm. just don't. I don't know. Like, there's something special about it. Like, it's a special moment, and then yeah. it turns into an exploitation almost. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about certain activities in my life, like. For me, going to the movie theater is special. Yeah. Like, because as a kid, we wouldn't go very often. So that's why, as much as I love the movie theater, I, like, save it. Like, every once in a while, I'll be casual about it. Like, let's go to the movie. Like, why not? Because I'm an adult and have adult money and can spend it on a movie now. And I can <laughs> drive an myself. I can go to the movies. <laughs> and I can drive myself there. Yes. It's fantastic. Because as a kid, I didn't really have that. Even if I was asking you to go to a movie, it's not like I was deprived as a kid. But, like, my parents, it was, like, a special thing, right? Because um, it's not the movie ticket that'll get you. It's the popcorn, the, <laughs> the drinks, the candy, how expensive it is. And so now that I can do it, I just choose not to very often because I don't want I don't want to exploit it and yeah. lose that special feeling that I get when I walk into a movie theater. So I've been I really enjoy doing that. So every once in a while. So I was gonna say something completely off the wall, but you can, <laughs> you can cut this out. I I might decide later to cut this out or not. Okay. But it's kind of like how I don't want to get engaged too many more times. <laughs> Please keep this it in. It takes away the specialness of it. <laughs> um, I already did it once. I already done ruin the specialty of it. I like to tell Trent all the time, my next husband will be a lot nicer about this. Oh my gosh. We have to keep that in. That is so funny. I was just like, yeah, it's just not special. It's just not special. <laughs> I'm It'll be special when it's the right person. That's but... right. Yes, right. so similar vein, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Babies, proposals, same thing. Same thing, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. I think yeah. it started with your Instagram My caption. Instagram post, yeah. Yeah, your Instagram post got me on this, because now anytime somebody says something, oh, that's completely unrelated, I'm like, oh, tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato, like, whatever, it's no biggie. That is so funny. But, um, okay, what was our next... Topic. My bad for getting way off. No, you're fine. Anyway, just... you bought a house, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and, and so that was a big life change. It cost money, but it was less money for you to buy a house than to rent. Yes. If you're in a position where you can, where you either have enough saved up for a down payment, mm-hmm. or you um, have a VA loan or a special, like, for rural areas, I'm really proud of myself for saying that word correctly, um, I think certain, like, areas like that have loans that you pay a smaller down payment, like yeah. 5%. So I did 5%. Yeah, it's like there's certain loans out there that you can pay a really small fraction of what you would have to pay for a normal down payment. If you're in a position where you can, it's so worth it. And here's mm-hmm. the reason why. Over a span of however long you're in there, you can do small updates. It doesn't have to be huge things like the floors. It can be a new, a fresh paint of coat. Nope. <laughs> I'll make 
do a deal. If we keep your bit in there, I'll keep that in there. That is freaking hilarious. A fresh coat. A fresh pink. pan and coat. I get a new coat every winter. It's been a really long day. Well, or like new light fixtures. Yes. Or thank you. Yeah. Added a garbage disposal. New mirror. Yeah. Any, can it can be small the things. And, dryer. and then you can change the floors when yep. you're able to. And so, and then, like when we sold our house, we got a profit because of mm-hmm. the time and money that we had over time spent. But to make our living situation a little bit nicer. But then in the long run, we got a profit from it, especially because the market was really geared towards sellers at the time. Yeah. So as long as what you're putting in, you're going to get back out of it. Yeah. It's totally worth it. It is. And I know that's a really privileged, um, a really privileged, uh, take because, you know, not everybody can afford to buy a house, obviously. And the only reason we were able to was because of the VA loan. If we didn't have that... at that point, absolutely. Yeah, even now, we wouldn't be able... Without the VA loan, there's no way we could do a whole... Buy a whole house right now. But, I just think of your dad... Oh, hi, Ivy. I just think of your dad being like, a whole house, not a half a house. (laughs) How do you purchase a half of a house? That was his feedback on our first episode, was... I just don't understand the analogy of a whole... A house. whole house. I'm like, Dad, that's the thing. That's what, just what we say. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. It's like you have a whole baby. Of course you don't have yeah. a half a baby. It's just the <laughs> idea of the whole thing. Like, like the whole weight of it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I just, as I was saying that, I was like, oh, Tim, in my head. <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, honestly, right now, probably not more affordable, but it's a lot more affordable than I thought to buy a house. Yeah. Because I thought in my brain you had to have 20 Oh, hi. Oh, Jesus. She's hopping up on me. Um, I thought... Sorry. <laughs> You're She's kidding. petting me. Yeah. Um, I thought you had to have 20% down. Yeah. I thought that was it. That's what I heard my whole life. You have to 20% down. Okay. If you don't put 20% down, you'll have to pay mortgage insurance. You'll have to budget yeah. for that until you put in 20% and then that goes away. Okay? Yeah. But like... I found out you could do, now I didn't get a house on an FHA loan, Mm -hmm. but apparently that's something you can do and it's 3.5% down. That's nice. And then you can also do a conventional loan at 5% down. Yeah. So I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I just thought it had to be 20%. I was on the phone with my mortgage lady though. She kind of got on to me a little bit because. Oh no. I was like, I guess I'll just do a conventional loan at 5% then because the place I was applying to wasn't accepting FHA or wasn't having much luck with it. Yeah. And she said, I did mention that before, but you You said you didn't want to do that. (laughs) And I was like, okay, that was a different time. All right, Janet. No. (laughs) Okay, Janet, this was a different time. I have no idea what her name is. I had less money then. I now have more money because over the time I was saving because I lived with my parents. So, again, a very privileged position. Yeah, it's a very nice position. And um, recently I asked my parents, I was like, if we buy a new house, because we're kind of in the market, sort of. Like, we're just peeking around, seeing if there's something better than our current situation. And I was like, would you guys mind if, like, maybe for, like, a month or two we moved back in with you guys? Because they let us do that when we bought the house we're currently in because that got derailed. We were supposed to move in and, like, End of February, middle of February, didn't move in until like first of April or some craziness like that. And so, um, I was kind of peeking around there and they were like, they kind of looked at each other like, oh, and I was like, what? Like, you don't want moi? I mean, I'm the golden child. Goodness. 
Um, and I don't hope, I hope my sisters don't listen to that. I'm just kidding. But, um, um, so I was like, you don't want me? And they're like, we don't want poor animals in our house. That's the real issue. And I was like, that, yeah. It's not, like, because for me, it's just me. I'm just putting me back in the picture. Yep. For us, it would be, and my dad was like, and it's not just them being here. It's that they'll stay here when you're gone. Like, when you leave. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. He's like, their smell, if they tear anything up. He's like, they're going to be here for a while. And we just, like, they lost their the last family dog a couple, like, a few years ago. So, like, they don't want any more. Like, they have an outdoor cat right now, Penny. Yeah. And she'll eventually go back with my sister because it's her cat. But, like, at the situation they're at now, they can't have her. So, um, they have an outdoor cat, Penny. And she's fantastic. But, like... They, my dad is so against inside animals at this point. Like, not even funny. So, I got a lot to take in. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. And it is. I mean, it's a, it's a big consideration. Yep. So, and I'm very lucky that I have parents that even are considering it. And they would for sure do it if it yeah. wasn't for everything else. And honestly, if we were in a place that we needed it, they would, I, do it. They would 100% do it. Like, I don't actually have to ever worry about, like, and again, very privileged, ending up homeless at this point in my life, because I do have the support of my parents from a distance, like, you know, it's not like they're helping with their everyday things, but if crap hits the fan, I know that they're there to help us out somehow, whether it's, like, giving us a free meal, (laughs) or, or, like, feeding us for a night, or, um, letting us stay there for a couple nights, like, ultimately, I do, I'm very blessed to have parents, like, a really great support, support system, So, you know, and I thought, I mean, I thought when I told my family I was moving out, like I finally found a house. Yeah. They were all going to be stoked. Yeah. Like, woohoo, you found a place. Like, you're moving out. But really it was, oh, you found a place. Oh, you're moving out. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I thought for sure my brother would be like, oh, thank God, you're finally out of my room. Right. I technically took his room. You guys listened to that episode. I technically took his room, and he lives in the other corner. Not even a room. Like, just a corner of, like, the basement area that we've kind of partitioned (laughs) off for him. Uh And we share a bathroom, Mm -hmm. which is in my room. So it's not even like he has that bathroom. It's kind of like if I have the door open, he can go in there. Right. So it's a whole thing. Yeah. And I just thought he was going to be over the moon. Yeah. And then he asked me, he's like, do you want to go through the frisbee outside? Oh, sure. So we go through the frisbee. Like, aren't you so excited? Like I'm moving out. He goes, well, when are, when are you leaving? Like more concerned. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, I mean, I'm going to miss sharing this space with you. I mean, can I come over? Like, are you going to have a place for me if I drink too much at your place? (laughs) I love, he's like planning. (laughs) He's like, well, what if I drink too much? Where am I going to sleep? That I is told my hilarious. And they were like, oh, that's what y'all are planning for. Great. Yeah, uh huh, absolutely. I'm excited to have a place to go and have sleepovers and stuff. Yes. I'm really excited. I'm going to have that. that pull out couch. I'm telling you, I claimed yeah. that couch. My next house is going to be much better for sleepovers and stuff. I've determined yeah. that. Your house is perfectly fine for sleepovers now. It's just that I'm allergic to your half your animals. Yes, but. And that one time, also allergic to the floor. Yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> but in a little bit of a bigger house I can quarter them off and clean a whole area for a while so that it's like clean I don't know and plus like having a living room with carpet and and like where you can set up like I don't know I have plans so carpet's bad yeah that's theoretically theoretically Theoretically. I got I got plans I gotta 
think through, but... <laughs> I mean, a vacuum cleaner is great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Just vacuum it up. It's fine. Uh, I need a better vacuum for when we, if we do get carpet again, because my vacuum's just a little dinky Girl, thing. I know what vacuum cleaner you need. I have it, and you should buy the same one, because it's been amazing. Noted. That we'll was talk. the only, like, big girl purchase I made. Yeah. When I lived in Minnesota. Uh, your whole car? Also that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the vacuum was but the bigger. The vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen up. Because I kept using the lady who lived upstairs. I'd be like, can I borrow your vacuum cleaner? Yep. And she would leave it down there for me, which was super nice. But I was like, I should just get my own. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay, so after house, what else did we want to talk about? We were going to talk about how to manage your first month at a new job, which was your husband's suggestion. It was. And I want him to insert another clip somewhere in the show at the end maybe but I doubt that's gonna happen Uh-oh. that would be cool though if he had a About little what? something I don't know just like his his experience because he just started the new job yeah. and I just want to hear like what it's like to meet because he's the one in the freshest situation because mine yeah. was back in February yours was back in what November October November so I, I like the perspective of what it's like to meet new faces and, like, those connections and how... I just think that's so interesting, um, those dynamics and creating the dynamics and stuff. So, I don't know. I want to hear his ideas. But for me, it was always really hard starting a new job. Like, I got... I have really bad anxiety and... <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> I know. You would never guess on the podcast, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got feedback from people going, I'm sorry, Laura's the antisocial one? She's the <laughs> one with anxiety? Like, what? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, generalized anxiety disorder. Woo! And so, every at. time I start a new job, like, my very first job was in college, and it was as an RA. Yeah. Yeah. And wow, every time I started a new job was very scary like where I was nauseous for days and days and days until I kind of got the hang of it and um like I remember starting at the all-women's gym I worked at off campus yeah and oh my gosh I was so like the first day I wore slacks and like I was working at a gym (laughs) (laughs) but like I didn't know what to wear like dress for the job you want but like you also have to dress for an appropriate um an appropriate outfit for the job <laughs> and, and all of that. Know. They don't do a good job communicating that sometimes. Some places don't do a good job communicating what it's you're true. supposed to wear. Yeah. And what the dress code is. Like. Mm-hmm. So anywho, um, I just all, would always get super nauseous. So I find it really cool that this most recent job that I'm working at our, I'm working at our um, alma mater. I didn't get sick. Like, at all. At all, leading up to it. No. I just felt, it just felt so natural. You're just going back to to college again. You already know this place. You know Mm -hmm. these people. You've worked with them before. And not, and not, oh, you're just going back. But you know what I mean. Right, yeah. You know the environment. Yeah, and it was the most natural, one of the most natural things I've ever done is starting this job. And that's been really really interesting for me because I'm so used to being so sick all the time. (laughs) Do you have, uh, like based off of all the times that you've started a new job, do you have a strategy when you think back of how you handle that first month? Yeah. 
a lot of observation. So my mm-hmm. personality, I would try to let it shine a little bit, but for the most part, it was a lot of figuring out how other people ticked um, and then figuring out those processes. So being more in the back and being more reserved. But so, yeah, just a lot of observation, figuring out processes and figuring out uh, how people tick. And I don't know. Also, a lot of... A lot of meditation, actually, believe it or not. It was a lot of on-the-drive breathing, and for me, praying, but also a lot of focusing on, okay, today you're going to walk in, you're going to accomplish this, you're going to accomplish this, and then you're going to go home. <laughs> wow, this is so different than yeah. what I would say. That's Yeah, crazy. what would you say? Like, not that. (laughs) Wow. These are my great philosophical answers to questions coming through. Okay. Just, I have never, I guess, yeah, thought like that. Because I've never been concerned about starting over. Okay. And that's one of those things that some people struggle with. Oh, yeah. Whereas I struggle, I think we've talked about this before, I struggle Mm -hmm. with little things, but big things, just whatever. Yeah. And starting a new job, Mm -hmm. it's just whatever. They hired me. Yeah. They obviously want me. Mm. Let's make it work. Let's just show See, that's them. That's so fascinating. That, let's show them that I know what I'm what I'm doing. Yeah. I'll answer questions. But yeah, I mean, what you said true about a lot of observing. Yeah. Because you learn other people. You get introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find yourself a buddy who can kind of take you around, introduce you to mm-hmm. people, figure out who everybody is, who are your main points of contact. That's your first 30 days, in my opinion. Yeah. Who are you going to be talking to the most? Build relationships with those people. Ask them to go to lunch if that's appropriate for your environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of go from there. Be like, what are my main priorities starting out? Talk to your manager. Yeah. You know, what do I need to be working on in these first 30 days? What do mm-hmm. you want me to learn? Yeah. What are the objectives here? And then I'll leave after the end of the day. And to me, the first 30 days is the easiest part of the whole job. Really? Yeah, because you don't do anything. Wow. You just Which, talk to people For me, and that's learn. the hardest part is like, <laughs> because I don't know how to do anything yet. Because you're just learning. That's the hardest part for me is just sitting there and feeling kind of useless while other people are doing your job and you're just watching. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that's hard. And my husband, I think, has a kind of a different approach, too, because while we are more observers, he's more jump in, like, head first, and Mm -hmm. is the doer initially. Like, somebody will say something, he's like, oh, I can do that. Which, I mean, like, you have that personality, too. I've had to work on that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't don't want to be like, it's really hard, because it's a balance between... Right now, when you first start a job, you don't have as much to do. Mm. So if you start saying, oh, I can do that, oh, I can do that, oh, I can do that, mm-hmm. in 60, 90 days, yeah. you can't do all those things. That's so true. Because you've actually learned the scope of the job. And now you're adding in all this other stuff that you've agreed to, and all this other person, sorry, there's a freaking gnat flying around. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, then, so then this other person, you know, 90 days, let's say like six months later, hey, can you do this? You did it for me when, like, you know, six months ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, crap, I don't have a lot of time. Like, if you want a quick turnaround, you might want to go to this person, this person. Because yeah. you're now established. Yeah. So learning, you have to learn pretty quickly what those mm-hmm. things are, what is the scope of your job, and what you can actually take on. Because I'm That's guilty true. of taking on way, 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 way too much. Yeah. And then I look like I'm slacking six months in, when really I'm just now fully loaded. Yeah. I've learned my new thing um, when I'm asked, you know, will you do this? Um, if for a different department, right? Okay. Um, my new thing is like, yes, of course I want to help 
but I say, I will work on this as I'm able to throughout the day. And that phrase, as I'm able to, kind of states where I'm at, where it's saying, I want to work on this, but I'm also working on a lot of other things. But like, as I get a chance, I'm going to work on this and make it a priority when I can. And so it just sets expectations right off the bat. So that's something I've been working on because otherwise, I don't know, I feel like I'm being kind of B-wordy, being like, nope, can't work on it right now. Whereas I can say, I'll work on it as I have time. And people will just throw stuff on you. The yeah. The more that you don't resist and you you don't stand up for yourself, unfortunately. Because mm-hmm. I would love to be the helpful person who does everything, who mm-hmm. can help everybody out all the time. But it's like, you can't. You still yeah. have your job to do, too. Just like they have their job to do. And that collaboration is really important. Yep. But what's the expectation here? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I took on a totally additional part to my job. Mm-hmm. That's technically like an HR yeah. thing. And I took it on and I talked to my supervisor. I said, I can totally, I think I can make this one work. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know if anything changes. She's like, absolutely. Let me know if anything changes. So it's always a constant communication because I've mm-hmm. technically taken on this other thing. Yeah. But I love doing it, too. Mm-hmm. So I just have to manage your time better. So yeah. it's like, you know, I don't know, just figuring out what you, what you, what do you want? We always talk yeah. about that. Just what do what, you want? What do you want? Brian Gosling, what do you want? Yeah, like, what do you want to be, like, yeah. to your husband's point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he works in maintenance. Mm-hmm. What do you, you're setting that expectation right now in your first 30 days. Yeah. Of how you're going to be seen. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the person that everybody contacts, or do you want everybody to contact your supervisor first, or do you like what do you want that process to be? Yeah, you're molding that right now. That's so true, and you have to learn what obviously your supervisor expects of you and mm-hmm. what the process is, and you ask questions, and that's the observing part mm-hmm. comes in because he's jumping in head first, but he is still observing. Oh yeah, and being like, okay, what is this person? How does this person communicate? Mm-hmm. How do people like this? Yeah, and he's gonna keep his job because he's really good at it score <laughs> love to hear it yeah <laughs> he's good at it he gets things done he's learning how to communicate with people he is I mean immediately that's a great employee yeah somebody who's willing to put in the effort and can actually actually can actually <laughs> come up with results too <laughs> exactly yeah because I think effort says a lot but you also have to be able to back that effort up because you can be the most, like, you can put the most work in in your life and just be bad at the job. And that's not a reflection of who you are as a person. It's a bad fit. It's just a bad fit. Best fit theory. Yes. Go back to that episode. Um, first season, I think. Um, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Um, I love how the seasons are already blurring together and it's only been two it's just—it's funny because somebody was asking me what what episode should I listen to, and I went, oh, I don't know. And they started reading off descriptions, and mm-hmm. I go, oh, I'm actually pretty good at writing those. I didn't really realize. Yeah, that. absolutely. I actually described what was in the episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the one you should listen to. <laughs> good summaries, man. I love it, and it's been fun doing this podcast. I really enjoy it, and we are getting more listens. Like, I get notifications every week about more people listening and downloading. Uh, We should join a network. I just don't know how to do any of the things. But, yeah, there's, I mean, I love doing the podcast, and it's so fun and interesting to come up with different topics throughout the week and stuff that happens in our real life because we do work full-time. Yeah. Um, And go to school full-time. And go to school, well, me part-time. Well, but full-time in grad school, (laughs) essentially. Like, it feels like full-time. 
when you're even part-time because of just how much of a commitment it is. Yeah, I'm like, it's fine. I'll, I'll just stick to one class. I don't know how yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Every semester, I'm like, are you sure you still want to do two classes? Not, and I told her last time, I said, not that I want to bring you down with me into the trenches <laughs> of doing one class at a time, but I know how difficult it is. Yeah. Being me, mm-hmm. and then you with your... Um, your EDS, mm-hmm. it takes a much more of a toll on you. Yeah. So I just, I know that it's tough, so. It's tough. I think I just have the end in sight, and that's what's pushing me. Yeah, because you're going to finish in a year and a half. Yeah. This is why you're a two, wing three. I yeah. really think you're an Enneagram two, wing three. There's no way. Okay. You have to be. I'll trust you. I do trust you on this. Because you are such an achiever personality. Yeah. You might actually, I don't know. I need you to take the test again, because you might actually be a straight-up three, just, like, masking mm, as a two or something like that. Masking as a two. <laughs> let me tell you what, Laura's, like, an achiever for sure. Yeah. I love achievements. Goals I love, and mm-hmm, checking tracking and mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. I told my boss today, we were talking about other jobs in the company, and I said, oh, that'd probably be a good job for me, but I hate documenting things. <laughs> she <laughs> laughed. <laughs> At least she knows, you know, you put that expectation out there. <laughs> yeah, like, this is my skill set right here. Yeah. Like, I can document stuff all day, every day. It's just not, that's one of those things that's the least favorite, my least favorite part of any job is the sit down and document it mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm more just like to talk about it and be like, here you go. Here's the data. Here's what it means. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right in front of you. It's a very similar thing to the, you just put it on straight. You just... <laughs> Here's Put the, the air bubbles out. Yeah, I'm like, here's the data. What are you What are you confused about? Yeah, what you got? I feel like both of <laughs> us have that issue with like, I don't know, certain topics where we're just like, yeah, it makes the most sense, like psychology based stuff. Like yeah. we understand how people's minds work pretty well, and so when people are like, how did you know, blah blah blah, and it's like you just know. Yeah, you just know, <laughs> and that used to frustrate me so much about people saying, you know, I'd be like, how did you know that that person was the one? Mm-hmm. I used to ask that question a lot, though, when I was in yeah. a not-so-great relationship, mm-hmm. and people would just be like, you just know. Yeah. And I go, that's not helpful information. Thank you very right. much. Thanks. Thank <laughs> and you. for me, I needed, I, I'm an analytic, analytical person when it comes to that sort of thing, so, like, I had to be sure that he yeah. was the right person, and that was a whole complicated process, because I was like, how do I know that what I'm feeling isn't just this, or this, you know, and, like, trying to determine what your real feelings are, and making sure that the person, other than those feelings, is a good fit for you. Yeah. Because you can be in love with a person, and they can be really toxic for you. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, preaching just, to the choir. <laughs> you just think that you love them. Do you remember that one episode that it was... You've never withstood a chain of fools. And I'm like, well, <laughs> actually, I have withstood a chain of fools. All right? But you know what? I'm going to say it right here, right now. I think I am done with my chain of fools. Okay. I think I have finally figured it out. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to put that out there in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and do you want to end with that? Yeah, I think that we're good. I think we covered everything. I, we did, and we did really well with it. All right. So if you would like to find us on the interwebs, you can email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. Follow our subreddit, mildlyprofessional. TikTok, mildlyprofessionalpod. Or Facebook, Mildly Professional Podcast. Or subscribe to us on YouTube, our new YouTube channel that Laura's been uploading all of our audio on. Maybe one day we'll go visual. 
Yeah. Maybe in my house when we have a studio set up. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. So that's Mildly Professional Podcast. So really, mm-hmm. if you want to find us on any of the social medias, you just need to search Mildly, Mildly Professional, Professional and look for that coffee stain yep. with our font, and you've yep. got it. That's it. So um, thank you guys for listening and for, you know, I don't know, just being a part of the ride that we're on because it's been yeah. pretty fun. Give us feedback. What more do you want to know? We have lots of things to talk about. Yeah. Listen our write-ins. DM us on Instagram. Yes. We want to know. Give us topics. Like, even if it's, like, story-wise, to, do you want to hear a funny story about animals? We got some. <laughs> <laughs> sure do, actually. The minute you said that, it all came back to me. Exactly. So give us topics to, like, inspire some stories that we can tell. Yeah. Because that's what this really is. It's more conversational. I really am liking this format. Yay. It feels free. I feel so free. And if you feel free, you should smash that subscribe button. <laughs> and on that note, you have a good evening, fellas. Bye. And ladies and gentlemen and all of the above. And all our, uh, the, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the Bananas Podcast, uh, that reads like interesting and funny news and stuff like that. They say... Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Oh, and I love yeah. that so much. So. I just, that's why we start with what up, y'all? Because it's y'all is everybody out there. That's right. That's right. So we should just say bye, y'all. <laughs>